Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to another episode of WA Expose, the podcast about local arts by local artists. As always, I'm your host, Aria Scarlett, with the immense privilege of recording this podcast on Wajak Noongar Buja. It's the end of 2023, and for the end of 2023, we're going to leave you with one of my favourite recurring topics, which is a demystifying producing. I'm taking next week off. Please don't hate me about that. I'm going to have one week of no podcasts, and then we're going to come back and probably do more demystifying producing in the lead up to Fringe World. But of course, joining me as always is His Royal Highness, King Blakerson. <laughs> Her Royal Highness, Busty Bubbles. Hello. And their Royal Highness, Tangerine Scream. Happy Crimbo, and Crankle also dangle. happy my birthday. Happy your birth. Hello. <laughs> Happy. Oh my gosh, you're so young, 21. How could we ever? So, such a baby. <laughs> I don't turn 30 this year at all. <laughs> happy day of birth and happy Chrysler. Happy <laughs> Chrysler. Um, all right. We're not here to talk about all of the holiday shenanigans as much as I would love to just talk about your birthday for mm. the, the next hour. I mean, I think that's what the people <laughs> want. <laughs> but it's been a, I think it's been about a month since we've had one of these, which is really exciting because a lot has been happening in the world of Basement. I got saw that the cast has finally been announced and I would yeah. love to talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. That'd be really cool. So... Um, does anyone have the cast like on hand? I do. Please uh, welcome to the stage. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about the cast. Let's also talk about like as we do this, um, let's read them to filth as to why we chose them. No, <laughs> we I wasn't <laughs> part of the choosing. Um, no, but I'd love to know like reasons why these people were picked. Was it about like trying to? I'm sure part of it was about being like we are representing a gayborhood, so mm-hmm. we are trying to get a beautiful intersection of different queer identities on our street. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> That's it. That's right. Totally. But like it would be, I think, a good opportunity to talk about like cast selection and why they were chosen. And especially I think this cast has like this very cool thing where people can go and see the show more than once because there are a couple of like interchangeable That's right. uh, personas making visits to the neighborhood. So let's mm. go. Let's dive straight in. I've talked too much. All you right. should talk more. Let's, let's do go. it. All right. Well, um, I'm just going alphabetically because that's what's in front of me. <laughs> um, you might have heard of this performer, um, Aria Scarlett. No. <laughs> okay, so can we do the thing where you just give me compliments for 25 minutes? They're like <laughs> really good at singing. Yeah. yeah. And also also podcasting. Oh. And, and yeah, they're a bit all right. So <laughs> captivating on stage. Okay, I hate this now. I want it to stop. Eyegasm um, <laughs> yes. has been bantered around. <laughs> I would like this to end. Yes, I will be there. And I, eargasm. Shut up. <laughs> and mouthgasm, actually, currently. Just Whoa, all the gasms. Aria really brings it. <laughs> Should I? I'm going to make your mouth. <laughs> that's the bit that's, oh, that's, that's their tagline oh, for I, the show. Can I have that too? 
You'd like to order one mouthgasm? I'd like a, a mouthgasm. <laughs> I'm going to go away and like just practice really hard for a bit. <laughs> I, um, I love that this has now got an R18 rating. <laughs> they all do. I, I don't, I no longer remember whether or not an episode is explicit. I just mark it more as explicit because yeah. there's no way that I haven't said something disgusting <laughs> at some point in an episode. And if somebody goes, well, it was clean, I go, Really? Fuck me then, all right. Um, just like a base level debaucherous human. Yeah. I just know I just know who my guests are. And it's usually just because when we listen to you, we have an orgasm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't so red, it's beautiful. This. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, yes. Shall I move on then? Okay, so I'll be there. I'm there for three out of four nights. Yes. Um, which is really, really cool and exciting. Um, I'm doing something that will either be very exciting or get me cancelled. Okay, oh. next. It's going to be iconic. And by I get me cancelled, I mean that everyone's going to hate me for it. Not because it's culturally inappropriate. It is completely appropriate for me to be doing. But I don't know. You all aren't ready for it. I oh, don't shit. Well, maybe you are. <laughs> Sorry, that's microphone. the problem. Um, then we've got the bees, Blake and Busty. Yeah. Um, right. Why did you pick them? By any chance, was the EOI any good? With like, I don't. Sorry, just no. Not I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but like, why? Contractually obliged. <laughs> you. I don't know. Like, see that that Blake cassette hasn't even handed in his expression of interest yet. <laughs> well, that I I said that's actually a marker of the of being a producer in basement. We always get our shit in last. Um, CC Satine. Oh, fantastic. And what were the sort of draws for CC? I did a show um, with CC, um, uh, an art and artist production show, Next Level, and um, she did this act that it was just simplicity done just on point. Mm. Yeah, I think their ability is yeah. so technically so good yeah. and so great to watch. So. And had a, a talk about eyegasm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So um, we actually ask for a specific act, um, Ooh, which fine, we then. do that sometimes if someone has something that we're like, no, we want that. Mm. Um, otherwise, um, with other artists, we're like, yeah, let's talk about your ideas. Anyway. I am digressing. Uh, Havana milkshake. Fantastic. Yes, Havana. Uh, she had. Um, sh- she was through expression of interest mm-hmm. and put in two acts. Um, but yeah, for well, me and Tanji particularly were like, yeah, it's no brainer. So it was in the application. Was there anything? Just obviously, as people apply for more and more shows, is there anything that particularly caught your eye from this application? Besides uh, just from Havana. Yes. Oh. Um, well, I did uh, apprentice with Havana oh, that year. I yeah. think we we both were. That was last year. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Yeah. So it overall, it things we're noticing straight off the bat is that it's very helpful for people to be active within their local scene because it helps you meet yeah. more people, and the more people you meet, like obviously the mm. I'm not going to say the easier it is to get a place in a show, but obviously like if you've had conversations with mm. people, then when you're reading an expression of interest, you can go, yes, I'm aware yeah. of this person. I know this, their vibe, etc. Yeah, being a, a nice, p- friendly person goes a long, long no. way. That too. <laughs> that too. Uh, I think how you hold yourself in general, whether you're performing or not, it it definitely makes an impact. Yeah. But yeah, Havana, we we actually saw um, that act that we really wanted, but the other act that Havana applied with, we popped on our list because that might be suitable for a future oh, basement fun. show. Mm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Moving right along. Let's go to the next person. Um, Ish. Oh, Quaddish. Oh, yes. yes. An amazing circus performer. Oh. 
so good. Mwah. Beast of many talents. Oh my gosh, aren't they just? <laughs> just like they can do. They can do so many things. Um, I am particularly fond of their hula hooping acts and they're also their roller skating mm-hmm. acts. And I'm not going to say any more because I've just been told off visually by Busty <laughs> that I should <laughs> shut up. Next on our list. Oh, Jackson Coke. Jackson. Yeah. Hey. Oh, great. And how did you, so did Jackson apply? Did you approach Jackson? Um, approached. Mm-hmm. I have a low level crush. So it was a no brainer <laughs> for Nothing me. Nothing from Busty is low level. <laughs> <he does. laughs> Nothing. Um, and... I, I think we are open to having a conversation of what they want to bring. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah, yeah. So, for sure. so Jackson was a, an invite. Um, Mayday is our host. Yeah. Fantastic. And we hand selected her. Yeah. I think Mayday was one of the first people that we yeah. asked to be involved in the That's show. Right. She cried. Say. She was so excited. I know. It may, may or may not have been at my house recently oh. trying to figure out what the gayest costume they could wear is. And of course, they went to my <laughs> wardrobe to figure out what it was going to be. <laughs> we actually have a plan for May and yeah. what we would like from them for. The scripted part of the show, yeah. Fantastic. So, yeah. You know, there's many room, but the gay um, outfit room, will room for gay. There's outfits. room. Yeah. There's room for that too. Yeah. Of course, yeah. you've seen Mayday host like MC a few events, and mm. she just has this warmth to her. Mm. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. she does invite you in, and who doesn't want to be invited into a gayborhood? And so. especially like since we've um, last time we did this show, we talked about like the new venue being the record bite, which is super exciting. But the Goodwill Club specifically mm-hmm. has that like intimacy about it you are like quite close from the stage to the audience there's not like some big divide where the stage is three meters above ground or something Mm. and may has a particularly good skill of like making that wall that fourth wall just completely audience interaction is so good 100 and which in a space like the goodwill club is just exactly what you need yeah yeah and i really she actually um hosted a show that i was in and i was just blown away with her capacity to 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 not only help the show continue to flow, um, but to address people like in in engaging ways, but also boundary ways, mm. in a way that you know sometimes you go to shows and it's like they're rattling off this list of rules. Totally, and you're like, oh my god, when are they going to stop? Yeah, like she actually made it fun. Yeah. Like and it's all really important stuff that she was saying. So yeah, she she was um someone that we felt would be a perfect fit for our gayborhood. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah, we can say that MCs have the biggest role 100%. and have to have the largest skill set and like stand-up comedy, audience interaction, theater, yeah. like yeah. stamina. Generally just hot and Mayday does all these I know. things. They tick all those boxes. Yeah. So. <laughs> TP, TP. Um and then Romy Ronnie Rumpunch. Oh my god. Yes. Um she was an expression of interest. Mm. And there's a particular act that she's going to do that, um, yeah, I haven't Fine. seen it live, but I saw the video. Tanji's seen it, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. And unfortunately, Ronnie was unable to perform in our previous Fringe run. That's right. Um, due to an injury. And I think it, yeah, made a very nice full circle moment mm. when Yay. we were able to have really the show as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, Veruca Sauer. Oh no! What what? Oh, that's <laughs> that, means that, that means that everyone has to drink anytime one of those sisters is mentioned on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have some of my tea. Lock yeah. up your bubble teas. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> um, so, was Veruca an ask or an EOI? 
And ask. Ask. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, we have wanted to work with Veruca in basement for a long time and dates just haven't flowed. Yeah. I think we actually invited her to Nut Bazaar, mm-hmm. um, but they weren't able to, to make that date. Um, so, yeah. Um, they were an invite. And, um, is there a specific act that was in mind? Um, yeah, we're talking to them about <laughs> one a, is going to be new one. in creation. Mm. Uh, meowsing time. <laughs> anyway, next performer. <laughs> um, this is an expression of interest. One vivacious Venus. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen a lot of vivacious. Just, just, I can't figure out how to. I can't figure out how vivacious work. No, tell me a bit about them. Vivacious Venus is such a, like, a joyful, energetic mm. performer. I think when they performed at Apprentice recently and the one thing that stood out for me is just a massive smile on their face and mm. you could tell how much fun they were having performing their art. Um, and fun fact, they were actually my burlesque student oh. in the very first burlesque class. Rigged. Rigged. <laughs> <laughs> the nepotism is real. Um, yeah, it's, it's just really lovely. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love that they rip it on you because you have a student. Meanwhile, my son's in the show. So yeah. Literally, literally. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, I wonder if I should be in the show because I'm doing this podcast. Like, hello, it's all nepotism. Everyone get yeah. real. No, I'm kidding. Everyone's no. friends with everyone. Yeah, I was the growth has just been amazing. So well done, Vivacious. Yeah, I yeah. was in Vivacious's... <laughs> um, first solo um, class. Amazing. Um, I that's when I debuted my act that I did for um, Neurodiversity Unmasked. Oh, cool. And it was yeah, it was a really beautiful group. One of Soda's um, classes, and um, you could see. So she must have already done a group act. Um, yeah, yeah I think she had done a, c- yeah. a couple by that point. And it was quite beautiful to see how tentatively she was putting her artistic vulnerability out there as a solo performer so seeing that through to I was in Apprentice with her as well the growth it's yeah amazing um she's doing a different act to um the one that I don't think this one has been on stage yet I think it's about to be for the um Sugar Blue Unleashed Pride edition which was in the past perfect uh yes which was uh, many weeks ago (laughs) Probably. We will time travel. And <laughs> <laughs> went great. Yeah. And everyone was just... Yeah, well done. Yeah. Well yeah. done, everyone. Yes. The best show, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Next. Uh, um, this is a, another one that we um, invited and um, we, we actually earmarked them like quite early on before we even heard from Fringe World. Miss <laughs> Foria. Um, yeah. Absolute yep. legend and has been a part of the Basement family for a hot second now, yeah? Yeah. Since yeah. pretty much one of the beginning shows, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. This, well, the f- I think our first one, Miss Foria, was a stagehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow, so they've been like and scuttling then, around the basement for ages. Yeah. And when they it, were when born it, in the basement. Yeah, when it was sure. literally was a sticky basement. <laughs> 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 Sorry, it's the only one I can do. <laughs> it, was, it was like Bane was in the room. No, but I <laughs> it's specifically the Bane from the Harley Quinn um, animated TV show. It's only that Bane. So everyone has to Google it to know it's what like I mean. Super it's, campy it's and like for the, from the gay show. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not from the fucking Nolan shit. No. <laughs> Anyways, I think yeah, Fourier has always Fourier been will love being someone. To Bane. <laughs> we we always just love having Fourier around, mm-hmm. and whatever they bring on stage is just such a complete 
true raw representation of themselves and they commit everything to mm. their um, community and their performances and I think totally. it's And also as a First Nations person, like the power and energy that they bring forward, mm-hmm. especially with all the causes that they're standing for, mm. yeah. just listening to them and the power that they bring forward for their mob and everything that they stand for, mm. I'm just in awe of everything that they do. Yeah, mm. 100%. Yeah, I... I for me, misphoria embodies um, what is a social work um, quote um, that I that I learnt when I was at uni. Um, everything uh, political is personal, and personal is political. Mm. Um, mm, that's tasty. Yeah, you know, I think that their art is is something that is is true power and vulnerability, and it was a no brainer really to invite totally. them back. Yeah. This is very exciting. Okay, so... Oh, actually, I will just say one more thing. <gasps> okay. Um, we were going to actually invite them to be stage manager because that's something Miss Foria expressed interest in doing mm-hmm. with Basement. And when I had that conversation with them, um, they were like... Because we just announced... Uh, well, no, I, I, I shared the concept yep. um, of of Welcome to the Gayborhood and they were like, no, I want to be a gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> so They're like, can I be in it? <laughs> can I be in it? Where's Tange on the list? And, uh, um, Have we not done that? Going, got to say the best it wasn't last, alphabetical baby. at all. I thought was we it? were alphabetical oh because we got to V. We got to V and yeah. I was like, where's Tange? It started alphabetical and then it went, fuck alphabet. You know why? I think it is maybe I haven't like an emoji or something in my Instagram. Oh, you do. Yeah. You have a little Tangy. Oh, and then we I have promise. Tangy. <laughs> yeah, and Tangy does all right. Yeah, so we thought we'll have them back. Yeah, um, <laughs> put them there. You may as well have um, three. I know we'll get into it in a bit about the performer agreement, but you may as well have three of your cars being people that don't necessarily have to get paid. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, that's what I was going to say. Was the 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 reason we invited Blake was free labor. Yeah. <laughs> they free do. labor and, and here I was yeah. thinking it was and my wheels. stunning good looks. <laughs> I mean that played. Probably the biggest role yeah. out of all of them. Yeah. The good yeah. looks, the yeah. wheels yeah. and the free labour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Eyegasm material. <laughs> um, and our stage manager, seeing as Miss Foria turned us down, oh rejected. <laughs> um, we actually, with the expression of interest, we only put it out there for performers, but we did actually get um, a, an email from someone asking to be a stage manager. And um, we have Miss Flo Jangles. Flo Jangles. Wow. Yeah. Oh, studded. Who's just such yeah. a cool person. Studded. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. I love that. Um, all right. So we've listed all of these incredible people. And the reason I wanted to go through the cast list is like for a myriad of reasons. We're going to talk about the performer agreement in a second. But first, I'd love to talk about like obviously when you're putting this together as producers and as three producers where it's like you know, sometimes three heads are better than one, but also at the same time, it's like, we all have so many ideas, we're going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> Especially as you three, I know what this is. Um, what do you mean? Wait, Chaos? No. Huh? I don't wait. know them. <laughs> we flow in complete harmony. We've never had thoughts clash with each other ever. Yeah, no. we, we haven't actually. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you flow perfectly, but there's still a lot of big ideas in the thought shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. No thoughts, smooth brain. Yeah, yeah, but for gayborhood, were there certain like intersections you were definitely trying to meet in terms of like different creative art styles, different queer identities, and can you talk a little bit about that for us? Um, I think there was like a bit of a combination of both. Obviously, we want to 
be as diversely represented as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, but not always possible. Sometimes you don't get a many EOIs and um, sometimes people aren't available for mm-hmm. the show dates. So I think um, when we were considering like the, I guess, not for lack of a better word, labels of the p- people who are going to be represented in our show, um, we wanted to at least make sure we were trying to mm. make it diverse. Mm. Actually, I'm going to quickly say something in here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There was. Where else are you going to say it? (laughs) (laughs) Go um, go um, outside and say it. (laughs) We'll read your mind because we know everything's symbiotic. But it was um, something that kind of have noticed on the scene a little bit with a little bit of biphobia. But we also had some applications that came in and they were worried about how they were presenting because while some of them were pan or bisexual, they were in a straight appearing relationship and they were thinking that it might not work for the show. And it's that little bit of biphobia, panphobia that kind of made me... Sounds like some internalised yeah. as well. Yeah, and I think that's mm, a pretty yeah. vulnerable thing for people to admit. Yeah. Um, especially when they're like, I really want to, but something's holding me back. And it, it's mm. either themselves or society. Well, I think <laughs> that, like, first of all, not to just continually uh, jerk off Basement Productions a bit. but Please do, we love it. <laughs> but for Basement to get expressions of interest where people were vulnerable enough to be like, this is mm. my idea, this is my concept, but I'm having these fears, really does speak to the safe space that Basement has become as an institution in Perth because, like, I'm you're not just writing that down for any old EOI mm. that you're you're sending in, like you're either shooting your shot or you're not sending that EOI in because you're too scared of whatever reasons you've written down. Yeah. But mm. to actually like put it in writing and be like, these are my fears, mm. tell me to fuck off or like tell me that there's a space for me. Either way, Thank I'm going to be vulnerable with you. And I think that that's something, yeah, that's something that I can't see people writing down for just any old EOI. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, thank you. We've We've – that's I go to say worked really hard but it's it's just been a value even when there were four producers it was it was actually something that was common ground um right from the start I I, I've had an experience of what that's been like being in a straight presenting relationship so for me I I thought it was really important to respond directly and really normalize that in a way of like, yeah, that's a shitty thing to have in common, but it is real. Mm-hmm. Um, and long story short, said, yeah, you're queer enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> basement was actually like the biggest catalyst for me to also accept my bisexuality and be proud of that mm. um, as a queer identifying person. Mm. Um, and I would love for that to be the same truth for a lot of people that we invite to be a part of our shows or even to see our shows mm-hmm. is that you are um, you are seen, you are valid, and we accept you no matter what. Mm. And this no queer matter umbrella what you're seen is big as. enough for everyone. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Just be gay and do crime. <laughs> yes. Maybe. In a basement. Yeah. In a basement. Yeah. No, Rekabite, your space will be safe. I'm so sorry. <laughs> there will be no crime no occurring. Crime. And no crime we aren't really bringing umbrellas. Um, no, that's a you can't do that in a theatre. That's no. like some sort of superstition. I'm yeah. sure. I think it's just unlucky in general. In I general, it's bad form. <laughs> you can't say Inside. Macbeth in a theatre. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just as it's, just so you know, you've well, just we're said not it. in a theatre. We're in a booth. <laughs> we're in a reclaimed studio. I'd, I'd only um, come out. I think six years before maths, uh, age maths <laughs> is ish um, um, before starting. Um, basement with the others and I 
yeah, I had a, an experience of presenting straight, mm. um, you know, having the, the token daughter really kind of pushed that <laughs> forward. <laughs> um, but when I chose to, to debut Busty and then, you know, start Basement, I really, I actually felt uncomfortable at first and I think I did name this with you all about um, branding Basement as a queer production mm. because that wasn't my comfort zone. I I was still a very new gay person out and, and very new to the community as mm. well. Um, but I'm so glad that I did challenge that that comfort zone for myself because however long later and it hasn't been that long it feels like 10 years but it hasn't (laughs) I think it's been two (laughs) um I was able to confidently respond to that email in collaboration with um Tangie and Blake um to say no like you're queer enough Mm -hmm. like you know it's it's about your own personal journey Mm -hmm. yeah it's really good and that I think, yeah, really interesting that those were the comments that are coming through and I think more of a reflection on not only Basement but, like, Perth, I think, as a whole, we are definitely going through a interesting bump that unfortunately consists of biphobia and panphobia and a bit of, like, a queer identity Olympics kind of I mean, of it's taken thing. this long to even have AFAB performers on any Pride lineup. True. So, yeah. you know, there's mm. still a long way to go and I don't think that's ever going to stop, so... We're just going to try and do our best. Yeah, yeah put a bit of oxygen to it and then just put it away. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It feels good, though, to to create shows and say this is like we as Basement are a queer production mm. and that... And um, Blake's on the lineup as a straight ally, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, yeah. That's well, we, straight ally. We've had... John um, Valentina, ally. <laughs> had so- Soda be our, our stage manager for the last couple of shows yeah. and um, she's not wanting to, to swing the... The, the the pendulum so she's I try I really do try <laughs> Soda if you're listening yeah <laughs> I guess <I'm. laughs> um but yeah like it feels good to say this is an all queer lineup mm. and the last two shows Gaborhood and Nut Bazaar that happened in the past mm-hmm. um all queer yeah so it feels good to say that it's good to say that it's very good to say we're, that. we're being the change that we want to see. Yeah, in a very queer-friendly venue hired by a queer venue. Oh, I forget Claire's title. Program. 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 Director, yeah. manager, extraordinary magical person yeah. as well, which is all, you know, takes a lot of boxes. Yeah. It's good. It's yeah. good. Um, I would normally put a break in here and then I, we would come back from that, but we're not going to do that. We're powering straight on. Um, if you want to take a break here, take it. Ready? Bum, 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 ba-da, ba-da. Anyway. Um, <laughs> And we're back. So that was a terrible. Right? Hey, <laughs> I wrote that song. <laughs> I did. I wrote my theme. Oh, you went to Whopper, right? <laughs> yeah. Can tell. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. Um, <laughs> we are going to talk about the performer agreement um, because I like it, and I love. I just love clear and concise communication with good boundaries. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that says about anything of me, but anyway, that's what I like. <laughs> I love when things are just like, I put it in writing and here it is and just here you go. So the performer agreement, Blake. Yes. Why? I, the performer agreement is 
basically a good way for us to sit there and be like, this is our proposed venue. This is what the venue expects of us. This is what we would expect for you as a performer, what you will bring to the stage, mm. how you'll behave backstage and how you will help us promote the show. Yeah, mm. exactly. And I think that we need to get more um, into, as a Perth community, into especially when it comes to local independent productions, performer agreements and contracts. I love that, like, especially for Fringe, we love we love a word of mouth. We get it. We love that. We love, like, a Facebook message. I love shit in writing. Mm. <laughs> I love seven writing. I love, like, signing a thing. Um, Busty's been in me. People, everyone who's been in my shows knows that I'm just like, here's the thing yeah. <laughs> of all my expectations of you, and if you don't like mm. them, we can talk about them. Like, it's transparent. I, and yeah. Yeah, it gives you parameters then. Yeah. yeah. Um, it also does – it leaves less – or less room for people to have to ask questions about certain things that they feel uncomfortable well, asking questions will. about. They will anyway. <laughs> but send like, you a message and be like, wait, when do you want me there? And it's like it's people in the – People also in the don't thing. love reading. No. Um, so <laughs> we have bolded fonts. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, the different – we've used agreements in, in every other show. The yeah. difference between the other agreements and this one um, goes back to the budget vibe. Um, so there was a break in between us meeting and we'd already invited or communicated with, with people around um, the show dates that they'd be offered and, and the base rate. Mm. And then in, in between that time, uh, me and the calculator had, had some time together <laughs> and I did the maths and I oh, shit. high level panicked mm. because it came up as thirty. Three thousand dollars, and I messaged the other two, and I was like, "Okay, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm really fucking concerned." We're like, Bussy, did you pick up a calculator again? <laughs> did uh, you put an extra zero somewhere? That I think I did. I oh think I got God. excited. Yeah. So I redid the maths, messaged them back, went, "Okay, I'm less concerned, but still a little concerned mm. that." Other shows. I'm not are remortgaging, but like we can still <laughs> talk about this. Um, putting putting um, stuff out there and, and saying it's a, a profit share, and we're the only one that I know of or that I have seen that is a Look. base rate for fringe. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that like we have always been really explicit in how much people are being paid and mm-hmm. knowing what others in the show and the cast are being paid mm. as well. That's the um, bold font in the agreement. Some people aren't mm. as open about discussing it or like you know, as um, transparent on it and that's totally fine. But Mm. in order for our cast to be on our side with wanting to promo the show and, you know, actually get themselves paid as well, we needed needed to um, pretty much lay it all out. Mm. And when there's a sea of... um when there's a sea of stuff happening as there is in that like December, January sort mm. of lead up to it, if you're an artist, it's like if you're sitting there being like, I'm going to get $25 for this show, mm. I'm not so I'm not posting about it. I don't give a shit about it. Not, yeah. They don't care about me. I don't think anyone's counting out $25 for a show. And if they are, contact me because I think they Please. should be cancelled and thrown in the bin. Um, <laughs> but like if that's like the deal that you've got and it's mm. just over messenger and it's like, oh, yeah, I can give you 50 bucks yeah. and maybe we'll see how we go, um, you're probably not going to invest mm. in it as an artist and it, as producers you are requiring a certain level of investment and in return you're paying for it. Yeah. That's how goods and services work in this country. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and also like that's always played a part for us when we have invited people back to basement yeah. is it's not only what you bring on the stage it's what you do leading up to as well totally yeah, yeah uh, a little producer yeah. tip is uh, be involved in your show's promos because <laughs> yeah. it gets noticed it does <laughs> yeah um and so 
back to the panic, um, we didn't want to, um, yeah, I suppose disrespect that offer that we put out there, but also we needed a little bit of um, security around um, that shared responsibility. So we formalised it in the agreement um, in saying not only everything I just said there and, mm. and like what base, um, Blake said about um, promotion, basement and Blake, <laughs> basement and Blake um, but also we broke it down to to be able to pay the offered base rate um, we and slash we we also need to sell 55 tickets as an average per mm-hmm. show um, we that also does not include any of the producers fees like we're that is us not being paid. That is literally just us yeah. setting yeah. it out for everyone yeah. else. Um, we, we broke it down to X amount of um, post shares, that kind of thing. And um, also there was something else. What else did we put there? I've, I've got it right in front of me. So let's yeah, yeah. Read, <laughs> just read it verbatim. So that's fine. Important information requiring all performing crew committing to ensuring the base rate slash selling minimum of 55 tickets per show can be paid. This does not include producers' fees as everyone will be paid first. Basement production respects and values all of our crews. Two seconds. <laughs> Basement respects and values all that our crews bring to the shows and as a financial compensation for time shared with us over the fringe period is... Am I allowed to say our base rate? Sure. Yeah. Is $120 base rate for our performers, mm. $120 base rate for our stage managers. Producers will only be paid after all of our crew has been paid. That one is underlined because we, we want to ensure that we are making sure that the cast is coming first. Yeah. We want to make sure that you guys are being paid so that we can have you back. Yeah. And I think the only other thing that was written there that's important to say is that if this shared responsibility isn't demonstrated, then we're going to need to reevaluate that base rate with with people individually. That was yeah, that that little paragraph of yeah. writing, that was a meeting that went very close to two hours because we wanted to really balance that line of not coming across and going it's all about the money um, but also going well no what what we're creating is a shared piece of art and we want to value your art with money that's what we do Um, but also we may need to – well, that was an uncomfortable conversation in itself via yeah, agreement. Of course. I felt really nervous after I sent that out to the the cast. I was really and, – and we also put in there explicitly both in the email, the agreement as well as the, the chat. The chat. <laughs> yeah. This is different and there may be questions that come up. We're very open to hearing them um, but also, you know – people who choose to, to to not sign that was okay as well but there yeah. was yeah there I was an out opt in and out because we have done this similar thing in all of our previous shows and yep. we've set it up to be the expectation that there will be a performer agreement to not only um get like a little bit of security from our cast but also just so they know where we're coming from hmm. um so they're adding in this extra little thing although it won't guarantee that we're going to sell that amount of tickets no, every of course, night yeah it just um yeah as i said before gets them a little bit more on board with us yeah. and gives them perspective in on 
like, why are we need pushing it totally and mm. in like very simplistic terms it's like put in and you'll get yeah and i think that like one thing we didn't mention is what actually is being asked of the artist it's literally uh you can please correct me like oh yeah it's, it's not like your firstborn child or no anything. it's yeah. a, it's a pin it's your second born it's a <laughs> we let you keep one <laughs> from the date you're announced yeah. as part of our gayborhood a minimum of one pin post of both your announcement and the show plus regular story promotions for your social media leading up to and during the run. Yeah, Obviously we want as much that we as we can get. Yeah, but it's a pinned post and a couple of story mentions. Yeah, like, literally. Like it's, we, you, there's no like, and what I would need you to do is um, you need to go to this place at 6am because yeah. you're going to be on <laughs> There's going to be a briefcase, you talk to the man. Yeah, <laughs> like the things that are being asked are not things that require people to invest monetarily they're not no. things that are being asked to invest a lot of time they don't have to leave their house they don't have to get in full drag or not anything like the things that, that are yeah. but there is there, there's also there in the agreement yeah, a rehearsal different. but that's because we want to bring something of quality yeah um there's only so much that we can do in terms of writing a script having conversations individually with the cast and then via group chat um, you know, I think it's important to be in the same room as yeah. well. And like we're a bit more flexible with those things like rehearsals and, you know, obviously mm. things come up for people where they can't physically be there. But I'll this one being a bit of a, a non-negotiable is really important for us because even though we trust our cast to promo the show and um, want to be active in that, some people just don't, whether that's because they forget or they just can't. Mm. Um, and that is something that's kind of a bit of a shame. Yeah, mm. and I guess like... It's not also that we not that we don't sorry not that we, like the trust for you guys isn't within this cast implicitly but almost mm. if you don't write it down you don't want it to be like there are four people who are posting every other day and they're yeah. talking about it to all their friends and they're doing all this legwork and like we you know you see that you clock that you're tagged and everything mm-hmm. you know it's happening and then there's like a percentage of people and I'm not saying it's going to happen with this cast of course it's not happening with this cast this cast is dope <laughs> but there's like well you know those people who just like if they don't commit to it at all and mm. then they're still getting the same thing out of it at yeah. the end as those yeah. who do really hardcore commit and you want to sort of yeah. balance that out a little bit and I don't know if asking mm. for an occasional social media post is yeah. the biggest th- deal it's, it's like not the end of the world the tiniest bit of but socialism again, I've been sitting <laughs> I've been sitting across from you for like what five odd hours six odd hours <laughs> 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 over the span of this like this little experiment we're doing here with the podcast so I don't know if I'm the best metric for knowing what is a good commitment and not. I'm like, yes, I'll record with you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> if you feel like a post on your Instagram and a couple of story shares is an unreasonable ask, comment below. But also, <laughs> also don't. Maybe see how many shows that you're cast in in the future. Yeah. It's also, it's also just like having pride yeah. that you're in this show. We want you to be happy and proud that you were in mm. this. Totally, and support like, it, and that's why both your own announcement and mm. the show and your f- – I'm pretty sure I, I put, you know, and other um, and uh, crew or cast yeah, members and as you don't, well. Yeah, you might not be as on top of that, but if you see, no. like, you see the graphic on the grid, chuck, on the grid yeah. graphic on the grid, chuck it on your feed. It's not a big <laughs> – chuck it in your story. But it's also stuff I spent many happens. hours on Canva on that, okay? Yeah, yeah, just for me to say graphic on the grid, so, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> on the grid. on the grid. But life happens as well. Oh, yeah. Like I have over the last two months been shocking at promoting. I, I've done basement mm. promotions um, through basement, but my own Busty account um, and for other shows, I've been 
really lacks, but that's so out of character for me. Totally. And is reflective of all this other shit that's out of my control that's been happening. Having an agreement also opens up the dialogue for people to be like... I was just going to go there. totally. But have a conversation and Mm. and this kind of goes full circle back to that sense of safety. Um, You know, we because we've worked so hard to build relationships with individual artists as well as the community, it is not rare for us to get messages um, from Mm. cast members saying, look, shit's gone down with X, Y, Z in my life. I'm really struggling to do this. And this is even before having that explicit part in the agreement. So don't doubt we're going to have that continue, but Mm. needed that sense of security that... Um, yeah, it was a formal shared responsibility yeah. for the gayborhood. Totally. Mm. They've yeah. got our backs, we've got all of their backs. Completely. Yeah. Like, yeah. And also just speaking about having backs, but also in the artist agreement, we actually do have a little section in the crew information that is about making sure that backstage is a safe space for everyone. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm. yeah, yes, completely. Really important as well. Do you want to read us that bit as well? Sure. It's actually probably a really good That's one to That's been in there since the start of our performer yeah. agreements, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. So Basement stands with Indigenous, Black and all performing uh, performers and artists of colours. I'm probably like the worst person. Don't matter at it. I'm just like, I just have no speaking voice for this. A few months, ago, a few months ago I was officiating um, a friend's wedding and one of the brides literally couldn't read her part of the vows because she got so nervous yeah. and looked at me and I was like, do you need help? And she was like, yes, and handed me this piece <laughs> of paper. And I was like, okay, so now if you make a single stumble, you are ruining this beautiful wedding between these two women. You are going to fuck it up. Don't you dare. No pressure. Um, anyway, this, so this isn't as high stakes as what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Crew information, safe space. Basement stands with Indigenous, Black and all performers and artists of colour. Insensitivity or cultural appropriation will not be tolerated. Basement stands with the LGBTQIA plus community. Homophobia and transphobia will not be tolerated. Basement actively promotes a safe and inclusive space for all. Please be respectable. Respectable. Please be respectful at all times of your fellow crew members, our guests, the audience, venue staff, as well as artistic communities in general. During the event, if you drink alcohol, please do so responsibly before and after performing. Look after yourself and each other. All fringe crew who will be on stage are required to have public liability insurance. This will need to be obtained prior to the event date, plus a certificate sent through to insert email address here. Yeah, this mm. are, these are good, like, solid standards um, mm. that is, like, not only for the safety of the production team, but the safety of the entire crew. Mm. So, yeah, thank you. I have heard of... Those, um, yeah. Like, like I've heard of show producers and been in backstage areas where people have been purposely misgendered or shamed and it's... Or drunk, mm. which is not my favourite mm. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, I, th- I don't think it's for us to say, no, you can't drink. Oh, but it's no, about I'm not saying be- that. No, no, I'm just saying, like, to be responsible. But I do think that it's our place to say, no, it's not okay to you know, misgender mm. or to, you know, speak disrespectfully of people's cultures yeah. or whatever, we can say a hard no to that. That's a boundary. Yeah, and you can pull the act and that's like within your discretion if somebody is being like that in those spaces to be like, and you're not in this space anymore. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Yeah, it's more than just one person's safety. It's yeah, it's everyone's. I know. It's like a, a, the being on show night is just so... Such a little, I don't know, bubble of um, emotion and mm. energy and, you know, lots of people going through different things and they let it out in different ways 
whether you're like, oh, I've not had an opportunity to be in the same room as this person, but so we need to like talk shit or mm. something like that or like, <laughs> you know, yeah. acting real silly. <laughs> um, but like in a backstage area, you're very close to other people. Mm. So time and place. Just yeah. a gentle reminder that it's still a workspace. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Which I know you can kind of get like overwhelmed with emotions and different coping mechanisms and stuff, but like this is work. And <laughs> nobody wants to hear that like, oh, did you hear that this happened backstage at a basement show that they were Ooh, talking about this? Not the vibe. Because there was someone literally like two meters away from you that heard your whole conversation. Yeah. Because like, yeah, the backstage area is this. Yeah. Be yeah. real. Yeah. yeah. Um, I keep think the conversation light. Keep yeah. it responsible. Wear deodorant. Just be plentiful <laughs> in the backstage. Speaking Blake's of, Blake has an amazing checklist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that thing went viral. That went ridiculous. Yeah, so it did go viral. Um, and on that, I think that I would like to wrap up today's conversation with Basement. Um, thank you all three of you for joining me at the end of thank the you. year and wrapping up this year with such an like an important conversation surrounding the cast and and their safety leading into this holiday season. I think that there's a lot of stuff we can take away that is important in and out of performing spaces. Mm, yeah. yeah, and the yeah. energy is ramping up and we're going to be so excited yes. to enter 2024. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, reminder, I'm taking next week off. Don't shoot me. I will yes. see you all in 2024. Happy Chrysler. See you next Bye. year. Bye. <laughs> WA Exposé is an independent production. Our artwork was created by Georgia Sassenfeld and our theme music is Corrosive by Aria Scarlett and M. Burrows. You can find out more about the podcast or live shows at ariascarlett.com forward slash WA Exposé. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.